also in, in our practice, in our exploration here, we are invited to bring our attention to be interested and be curious about all elements, all aspects that constitute this life. And, and, and these aspects, one could say, are expressed in the four foundations of mindfulness or the frames of reference. And in the first talks during this retreat, I think as every year, we will loosely cover these four foundations. Really name them again to remind us again of this very beautiful, very helpful map to make our experience more manageable, yeah, because it's divided up. And also that it can so wonderful, wonderfully support us, you know, in our unfolding, in our inquiry, in our practice, in our understanding. So it's a helpful and beautiful map uh, to show us the way how we can attend and bring awareness to all that is happening, that is arising in our existence. all these different ways, you know, we can attend to all these different ways, discover actually sometimes for the first times how and where we get stuck, where we contract, where we close down, where we misperceive, and where we, because of this, suffer. And very often these four foundations of mindfulness are presented in a very particular sequence, in a very particular order. So yesterday Catherine started with body, body and breath. And this is of course not how our life is unfolding. It's not that we sit down and first to our attention will come, you know, the first foundation of mindfulness, then the second, then the third, then the fourth. It's not how life is, you know. They will not arise neatly ordered as it's written down in the canon. But again, you know, it's a helpful map. They're a helpful map. And actually, even in the sequence, they can make some sense in, for, in, in terms of that one could say maybe, although I'm not entirely sure about it, but that they go for the more accessible to the more and more subtle. So yesterday, as I said, Catherine spoke about a little bit about the first foundation of mindfulness, body, breath. You know, really inviting us to inhabit, to know, to sense this part of our experience more fully. Because it's such a crucial foundation in a continuous area of our exploration, we have to be present in our body you know, to see where we get stuck, where we suffer, 
you know, to actually have a sense of the impact of an insight of opening, of connection and so forth. So in today, um, I will speak a little bit about the second foundation of mindfulness. The whole aspect of feeling, feeling tone, Pali word is Vedana. And the word feeling, in, you know, and I'm aware that a lot I will be saying is very familiar, you're very familiar with this, but it's really just a, a reminder. So the word feeling in, in English is a little bit tricky because very often it's synonym or interchangeable, we use it interchangeable with what we call emotions. And emotions um, are actually much more comp complex beasts. You know, they are composed uh, of thoughts, belief system, body sensation, and so forth. And here, what is really meant with feeling, feeling tone, is a much narrower sense. It's like the response, an effective tone to our experience. So feeling tones, the feeling tone, a feeling tone is a very, very basic aspect of our experience. And what we may have already discovered, contemplated, played with is that we actually see that every experience, physical experience, often in the body, every mental experience, any thought, any um, intention, every sight, every smell, taste, emotion, mind state gets immediately met with a subjective response. So we don't just hear a sound, we don't just sense a physical sensation, we don't just see a sight, think a thought, feel a touch, we automatically hear a sound and the force in ways, um, feel it like something that we either like, dislike, or neither nor, neutral. We don't care about, you know, we can't be bothered. And these feelings arise in dependence to contact. In contact, again, I don't want to go down now so much uh, down this road, but just really mention it very shortly, being aware that you most know, that most of you will know this very well. So contact is defined when consciousness, our faculty of knowing something, is touching or is being touched by an object through one of the sense organs. You know, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, mind. So the contact marks the coming together, the co-arising of consciousness with that that is perceived in this moment. And when there is contact, there is a feeling tone arising with it. This is actually where the core arising is. There's 
a feeling tone arising with it. And these feeling tones will arise every time, I say it again, when there is contact. And we don't create them consciously. I just want to really repeat it, a very basic building block of our experience. And all experience is immediately met with a particular feeling tone. Pleasant, unpleasant, neither pleasant nor unpleasant, neutral. And these feeling tones can be very clear and distinct. They can be very um, strong, weak. They can be very conscious, can be really aware of them, or they can be more under the radar, more unconscious. And a lot, a lot of our life is actually in reaction to these feeling tones, whether we know it or not. To the pleasant, the unpleasant, the neither nor. And at times, I think, in our practice, actually, our attention has to be already quite subtle to become aware of the feeling tone. You know, often we can only assume that we are actually, that a certain feeling tone was operated because you are already in reaction to it. You know, aversion normally is a good sign that there was something unpleasant underlying there. You know, don't like. Want to get away of it, shy away, close down, get rid of. And again, from the very subtle to the more coarse expression of this grasping, holding on to something is most likely a good good sign that there was some pleasant feeling tone happening, arising, you know, more like this. And disinterest and boredom, like a f- uh, sometimes also like a fading out, you know, falling a little bit asleep, can be a good sign for that there was a feeling tone which is neither nor, which is more, n- which is more neutral, which doesn't grab our, you know, doesn't, doesn't bring so much response to it. So, again, what we can see is that actually these feeling tones, they are arising and we can see, we can begin to see and sometimes this can be quite eye-opening how our reaction to these feeling tones actually dictate the course of our life, you know, what we are doing, you know, our um, uh, you know, how, we, how, we, how, we, how we move through the day. You know, based on these feeling tones, in response, in reaction to these feeling tones. And with this foundation of mindfulness, exploring this foundation of mindfulness, we can bring understanding and inquiry 
to this aspect of our experience. And it may reveal, actually it may show us that we don't need to be pulled into our conditioned ways of reacting. That there is, a, that there is choice, that there is some freedom. So we can become more and more aware what feeling tone is arising without going into autopilot. Because it's important that we see this because they condition our mind and our heart. They condition our mind-heart. And so often without us realizing it. So when practicing within these um, frameworks of mindfulness, of foundations of mindfulness, you know, some of them, you know, again, we actually can work with them in a way that we actually bring our attention to what is actually calling our attention, like um, physical sensations. Or if there is a strong emotion calling our, our attention. Um, because of what I said before, you know, that actually feeling tones, you know, and their effect on us are often under the radar, not conscious. Um, with a feeling tone, it's actually needed, I think, that we, that we intentionally place our awareness there. So that we intentionally see, decide to see and perceive through the perspective of this particular foundation of mindfulness. You know, this is then what we want to become aware of, sensitive to, receptive of. Normally, the basic feeling tone doesn't call our attention, no, only the reaction to it will do. So some, some ways of working with feeling tones. So we can direct our awareness to the very first arising, the dawning of the arising of I like or I dislike. Now we can do this by really inviting us to see if we can note, if we become aware of, if the present moment's experience is felt as pleasant or unpleasant or neither. Yeah. Ah, you know, this is what we are interested in. And we do this, again very important, that we do this without identifying with it, you know, without taking it to be I or this is me or this is happening to me. We simply note the feelings quality. We don't have to describe it any ownership. It's tone of pleasure, of pain or neutrality.
and basic our attention on this very, very um, basic level of experience, we see that actually we are less swept away, that we are less pulled, sucked into our habitual responses. And when I say basic uh, experience, I don't ma mean this in any way devaluating, you know, therefore less, you know, just it's very basic, literally. We see that if we stay close and interested on this level, we give less fuel, energy, um, into building whole worlds out of it, you know, like going into proliferation about it, you know. You know, you know, sometimes you can see, you know, something is perceived as unpleasant and a, really a whole world is arising out of this, you know, very, very amazing to watch. No, we can say it's just a feeling tone, it's just a particular feeling tone. This is all there is. When I first heard the teachings on Vedana, and I'm aware that for some of you this can sound really quite heartless and dry and boring and mechanical, but when I first heard the teachings of Vedana, my re relief, my, my response was actually a sense of deep, re deep relief. Was like, oh, you know, was like, oh God, this is all there is. And of course, this is not the whole truth, but it's a helpful way of seeing. And this can be very liberating, can be a very liberating, helpful and wise way of seeing our experience at times. So Anala, you writes in his book about the Satipatthana Sutta, the following. Contemplation of feeling is a meditation practice of considerable potential. Indeed it is. <laughs> this potential is based on the simple but ingenious method of directing awareness to the very stages of the arising of likes and dislikes by clearly, by clearly noting whether the present moment's experience is felt as pleasant or unpleasant or neither. Thus, to contemplate feelings means quite literally to know how one feels. And this with such immediacy that the light of awareness is present before the onset of reactions, projections or justifications in regard to how one feels before we start to build these worlds out of it. And I think actually the word Vedana comes from a, ver uh, from a, 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 a Pali verb which actually means to know. Ah, oh, we know. Pleasant, unpleasant, neither. 
So in we can we can apply very skillfully this foundation of mindfulness in our practice, you know, really looking, like really tuning into the first stages of the arising of likes and dislikes. You know, can really become really sensitive to this, you know. Sensitive. Tune into. And equally, we can apply this way of seeing also when we are already much further down the road, when we find already ourselves in the thickets of proliferations. You know, have you found yourself in the thickets of proliferation in the last days? You know, and even then, you know, if there is if there is some awareness, you know, when we are really lost in our creating of the of, of 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 worlds in our mind when there is a certain degree of calm and spaciousness in our being it is possible to actually tune again to this much simpler level of our experience so we basically take the gear down yeah So even at this stage, when we missed the first stage, it can be so, so very, very helpful and supportive to actually hold a situation, to calm it, to simplify, to disentangle and to actually take already some suffering out of it. And just as a short side remark, which I also find an interesting contemplation. You know, in our I think in our in our world, in our in our culture, what gets very much um um valued or a little bit seen as a little bit more advanced, better is, you know, there's a whole area you know, of, you know, logic and being rational and logic, you know. I'm rot, rot, uh, logical as rational what I'm doing. But actually what we can see when we look at our experience again, that how, how our reaction, how our views and opinions, which can appear so convincingly rational and logical, absolutely not you know, um, fueled or based on such irrational things like feelings or emotions, that they're actually, if we are really honest, that they're very, very often based on likes and dislikes. And this is usually not conscious. And that these likes and dislikes, you know, then bring us to make certain conclusions, which then appear rational and logic. But what we begin to see, that actually even to make this separation, you know, rational logic is free of feeling and emotion, What we actually see in our experience that contrary to this belief, our rationality and logic, when examined again, is in reaction 
to pleasant and unpleasant. And in our more common understanding, we actually somehow, um, how you say, you put the cart in front of the horse. So really seeing things as, as another, you know, just really as another contemplation, as another, um, actually, um, aspect which sees, which shows the power of this, of, of, of this aspect of our, um, of our experience, of our life. So when we practice with feeling tones, with Vedana, again, as I said, we can note each feeling, we can become aware of this. You know, let it go and then opening and note the next. And what begins also to reveal itself is What will stand out is actually how um, affirmal, however changing these feeling tones are. The ever-changing, um, unsubstantial quality of Vedana. You know, we see that we actually, when we, when we pay attention, there is this ceaseless flux of feelings arising and dissolving. You know, each feeling being succeeded, being followed up by another one. There is nothing lasting. Very often in, in face of a particular experience, you know, um, we might label it very quickly as, let's say, unpleasant or, or, or pleasant. And therefore, and therefore, we somehow fix it, fix it or label it with this particular feeling tone. But actually, again, just to stress my point a little bit more that I just made, when we actually pay attention, you know, like this headache unpleasant. But actually when we pay attention, a moment-to-moment -moment attention, what we will find there is pleasant, unpleasant and neutral in this sensation. It's not unpleasant, 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 unpleasant. It's not. Equally when we are eating something we really like, eating chocolate, mmm, yummy, pleasant. Mm. If we pay attention, Actually, the pleasant is mostly quite, it's quite short, you know, and then there will be a lot of neutral or even unpleasant feeling tones also. So we see directly that this fixing of a feeling tone with a particular object, you know, taste in eating chocolate, bodily sensation in, in, um, having a headache, you know, is not what is really happening. It's ever-changing and shifting. It's ever-changing and shifting. My headache, my eating this chocolate, 
my standing in cold rain, my being touched, you know, very sweetly by golden autumn sunlight. Oh, pleasant, but look closer. It's ever-changing. And at times, what we can also discover when there is actually a lot of spaciousness, a lot of calm, a lot of malleability of our mind and heart, we can even change consciously the feeling tone of a particular experience. It can be quite a discovery. What I uh, often say as an example to, to, to stress this point, some years ago I did um, samadhi practice on a long retreat and they were digging out um, next to the hermitage wings, they were digging out the, um, um, how you call it, the pit, the septic, no, not the septic tank the, for the wood burner. You know, they made a big hole with big machinery big machinery coming and going around the hermitage wing, digging. You know, and I was sitting there and I was unpleasant, 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 unpleasant. And because there was, uh, there was a lot of, of, of calm, spaciousness and malleability in my mind because of uh, this particular kind of practicing at some point, you know, um, Rob said, you know, just turn it into pleasant. Just perceive it as pleasant. And this is what I did. And it worked. You know, it was very, very interesting. Again, you know, again, it points actually to quite a lot, you know, but it was very interesting to see this, you know, that, you know, and again, of course, in the pleasant there will be changing, but again, what it really shows that they are not, you know, these feeling tones, they are not inherent. They don't come with the object of what we are perceiving. They don't come with the sound. They don't come with the sight. They don't come with the touch. You know, they don't come with the object. They're not inherent. You know, they're not stuck to the object we make contact with. They are already something added. And it's very important, you know, that f that that this these feeling tones, you know, and when I say it's something added, you know, we can immediately think, oh, I just shouldn't add them then, you know, just shouldn't add them. So it's very important to see, also it's nothing wrong that they will arise. They will arise and continue to arise. They will happen. But what we, can, what we can do is we can find, we can understand more deeply, we can find more freedom in our relationship to them. You know, they will arise and we begin to understand more and more how they shape and influence our, um, our thoughts, our reactions.
So it's not about avoiding them, it's that we do something wrong if they do arise. It's about getting to know them, understanding them. You know, and I think for me, one of the first and biggest insights around this practice was actually, you know, that what that 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 the feeling tone is not inherent in the object, <laughs> because if I don't pay attention, even now I still believe this. You know, this is unpleasant. This is a non-likable person. What an unpleasant chap. Yeah? We fix it. You know, and how much suffering is actually coming, you know, is, is arising because we believe that the unpleasantness, the pleasantness is inherent in the object. And to understand, to really see that this is not the case, again, is a much wiser, much truer um, a much more liberating way of 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 understanding. So again, like in our meditation, and if you wish, you can play along with me a little bit, if this might be helpful. You know, I said that feeling tones are very, you know, they are very quick, they can be very subtle, you know, sometimes they are every, anything but subtle, but they can be very subtle, and often we only know that there are um, presence, if it's, um, that a certain feeling tone is present, because we find ourselves already in in our reaction to it. You know, the pushing, the pulling, the pushing of pushing away of aversion, the pulling towards of of clinging, holding on to wanting, and the in disinterest of the neutrality. So what can be really, really helpful if you want, it's just maybe spend like five, five, ten minutes to consciously bring our attention to this quality of our experience. Again, see if this is something you would like to join with. So just maybe take your seat and really having a sense of a relaxed and spacious attitude of with light interest, with a sense of curiosity. Sensing your body, if you can, maybe it's the totality of your body, a whole having a sense of the whole body, you know, touching the whole body, sitting here, breathing.
then whenever you are ready, bring your attention into the palms and just see what are the sensations in arising in this particular field of awareness. Are they pleasant, unpleasant? Neither nor. What are the sensation in your palms? See if you can tune into this level of holding your experience. And if you wish, bringing your awareness to the soles of your feet. And again, can you note, can you become aware of the feeling tone, of this quality of feeling tone in this particular part? of your field of awareness. Can you actually sense a feeling tone or can you detect your reaction to it? It's a very light, it's a very curious inquiry and see if you can actually see the difference between knowing something as pleasant, unpleasant or neutral and being in reaction to it. Can you sense the difference? Again, sensation in, your, in the soles of your feet. It's very helpful with Vedana to actually have quite a particular place which we inquire in this way. Palms of your hands or any other particular part of your body. You want to investigate, hold in this way.
There's a feeling tone. The feeling tone. Do they stay or do they change? Can you detect what is called a neutral feeling tone? So very easily, very often, they, as soon as we become aware of this, they actually either become pleasant or unpleasant. But see if this is the case. Or can you detect a neutral feeling tone? can be also very helpful to choose a particular sense and to inquire into the arena of feeling tones through a particular sense like the ear sound. Becoming aware of sound touching the ear. And then see if you can note the feeling tone of a particular sound. Of this particular contact. So again, exploring this foundation of mindfulness, we consciously tune into this very basic level of our experience.
So this is something you may wish to continue to explore, to play with. And sometimes actually even to invite it very consciously when you think to actually, as I said before, pulling, bringing the gears down. This might be a helpful way in a specific situation to actually take already some suffering out of it. You know, to allow ourselves to really calm, to disentangle, to say, can I look at this situation right now in ways of Vedana. Okay, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.